What's up, everybody? Welcome to KBN Live, back after a week off. I'm Jeff Malott, and always we got my partner Ryan Lambert up there. What's up, Ryan? Safely home. <laughs> Safely home from the hurricane, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I got to get kicked out. Yeah. Let me see what we got going here. I got a little echo on your feed, but I think I can fix that. A little, a little echo online? Yeah. Yeah, but while I get that fixed, we are proud to welcome... Barry Davis to the show. Barry, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. You're welcome. Thanks, Thanks for having me on, guys. guys. Well, earlier today on Facebook, I saw you were trying to hold an announcement. So while I get Ryan's audio fixed, why don't you go ahead and drop that on us? I don't, I, you said it's not a big groundbreaker, but we still want to know what it is. So we appreciate you yeah, holding it for us. Like a message, message is not a showstopper. Show but, but, you know, uh, everything uh, helps. And, uh, and uh, all three, All three of these, these were, were actually talking, talking to me before this last tournament win. So, people say, oh, you're going to win a, a big, big tournament. You get some people to help you out. I know it was already in the works. Uh, Casey Carpenter sent me an email today from uh, J.L. Marine, Marine, which is powerful. So, I am now on Team Powerful, uh, which helps a lot because I was getting ready to put duels on mine anyway. Uh, which brings me to another one, which is Kayak Angler Solutions. Uh, Jason Willis out of Louisiana, who fishes with a lot of us. Uh, he's got a, a new mounting system called the Checkmate going to back of a lot of different kayaks. And mine is in the mail on the way to me now, but that's going to allow me to run my Torquedo and two power poles at the same time. And it does not have near the flex that most people have out of their plates doing that. And then the third one is... Uh, Stormy confirmed with me today, Dakota Lithium. So, well, done. That, that's big I'll, news, I'll man. That's three. For everything instead of just my depth finder now <laughs> and my Torquedo because I got to get the Torquedo battery for it. So, uh, I get to add those three into the rest of the crowd, which is, you know, three good companies to deal with. I know a lot of people don't know who Jason is, but Jason's a good guy. Uh, I'm a retired firefighter, he's an active firefighter. So, yeah, you got to trust a firefighter if you can trust anybody. Amen to that. My son, my son's a military firefighter right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's How good, man. Around. What's that? How long has that company been around? Uh, the Kayak Angler Solutions. It 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 hadn't been out that long, has it? He's I just seeing stuff a couple weeks ago. He has he's had some test stuff out there for a while now. And I'm not really going to go into it on who's had his test stuff, but there's been some big-name guys had some of his test stuff out. Uh, it's worked really well. They've worked what few bugs they found, and he's ready to start rocking and rolling. So the last couple of weeks you started seeing his name, you're going to start seeing a lot out here in the next few weeks. So it's, it's hammer down time. He's getting ready to, to mash the gas on it. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Katie's already dropping the links for us, so we knew, we knew she'd be there. And Katie, something we never give a shout out for is Katie has a has an awesome blog that she works on called FishLikeACat.com, and she's always helping us out with the link. So if anyone's watching, you know, listening to this or watching this right now, make sure you visit her link and feel feel to drop feel free to drop that in there for us, Katie. But but yeah, uh, Barry, that's uh that's big news, man. Is that a direct result of the tournament, or was that coming anyway? That was coming. It's been worked on anyway. I've been talking to Stormy for a while on the Dakota deal. And uh, 
Stormy told me the other day he had dropped the ball. I said, no, nah, you didn't drop the ball. You've just been fishing too much because he's been fishing a lot. <laughs> so, but we, we finally got together and got everything hooked up. Uh, power pole, you have to be in with a shop to get on with the JL Marine side of power pole. And because I worked directly for Bonafide for so long, I never could affiliate with a shop. It just wasn't allowed because of my job. So when I lost my job at Bonafide, when they moved relocated, uh, I hooked up with Paddle South Outfitters out of Chapin, South Carolina, and I actually became their team manager for the, all their guys that's on the, uh, their fishing team out of the store there. And with me doing that, that gave me an avenue to be, he's a dealer for Power Pole. So I went ahead and finished the app out and sent it on in. I had an app sitting there ready to go, just didn't have a dealer on it, and forwarded it to Casey and got everything going. So that's been working about the last four weeks, I guess. And today I got my answer. So, Hey, Ryan, take the, take the wheel for a minute. Somebody's banging on my door. <laughs> Is it me? This is not a planned diversion. I don't know what's happening there. They're they coming to take him away. <laughs> That's probably. <laughs> Old Town came to get him. <laughs> See if I can get these things working. I don't know if they will or not. All right. Back in action, somebody's trying to break in or something. Sorry about that, boys. Uh, <laughs> Who was it? Well, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody may or may not have been Ooh. locked out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> on purpose or on accident? Uh, on accident, and I didn't. Uh, talk have, about that later, too? We'll talk, no, it was definitely on accident, and I had my headphones on, didn't hear it. I guess they've been standing out there about 10 minutes. So. Oh. Anyway, Ryan, I don't know what you asked him yeah. while I was gone, but we need to jump on to the. Oh, tournament. we were just concerned with you. Is oh. what happened. Yeah, I thought I thought I was about. I thought you know maybe there was an Antifa mob in the street or something. You know what was going on? <laughs> it was pretty. I old Town scooped you up. Yeah, it's funny you say that. I've been putting cameras up at the house all day today because we had a little vandalism the last couple of days because of a couple of flags that we fly in the yard. Yeah, well, you so. know, people, people, people's feelings are too a little too soft these days. You said that right. Yeah, uh, I say, you know what? We're going to get to the tournament next. But up in Wisconsin, one thing I did see, which I think, you know, is how it should be, is uh, right there on the on the main road by the river. There was a uh, two neighbors uh, going to one of the ramps. Two neighbors. One there was a giant. I mean, you know, ten by ten Biden sign, and the guy next door had a ten by ten Trump sign, and they looked like they got along just fine. Yeah, I yeah, see a lot that, of that up there. And that's how it ought, that's how it ought to be. Nobody burning each other's house down or anything else. You know. But anyway, no politics. Uh, let's talk about the tournament. I mean, I was up there and I, I kind of made fun of myself for the misadventures of tournament day for myself. But you figured them out and and really really got on them. So let's 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 talk about that, man. How how did you figure something out? We talked before we came on about finding something that kind of suited you up there. Ah. Uh. I, I didn't have time to study it as much as I wanted to because I was a tournament director for a tournament here in South Carolina the week before. It took up a lot of my time. And I got on Google Earth three days before I left to go up 
And I just started searching nine, eight, and seven, trying to look at those pools and see what looked familiar to me. And I found nine had a bunch of cut throughs. The river split. It's like it made a small river, big river. Had a lot of flat in there that you had a lot of grassy area. But then there was these cut throughs that looked like rivers or creeks that cut through there. So I, I went to really zoning in on them, looking at what was what. And I seen laydowns. I said, okay, if I can see a laydown, that's a pretty good area of water because you got laydowns that you still get a boat by if you wanted to. Well, I didn't pay attention to the pool depth that they were low on water right now and all that stuff. So when I went up first day, I went to riding ramps. I bought a four-day license. So the first day I got there late in the afternoon, it was just ride ramp and look. And I went and looked at the ramp that I wanted to put in to get to that. I said, well, that's not a bad deal. I can do this. So I came the next morning. It was about a mile and a half uh, up the river to get to the area I wanted to get to. So I went up there, kept checking it out. I seen how shallow it was, but yet it had deep cuts in it and got to throwing in there, went to catching fish, and it was party on. I, I, I got looking <laughs> over my shoulder and just making sure there wasn't nobody around watching me the rest of the time. And I left the area alone. I went out of it. I found some more fish in another area that was similar. I come back maybe four hours later. I caught four fish in like eight casts. I said, I have found something here. So I backed out of it. I left it. The next day, I went to another area in Pool 9 that had some cut-throughs like that. I caught fish all day there. I had 80-something inches that day, like 81 or 82 and I said, you know, I, I'm on some pretty good fish either place, and they're not that far apart. I can pack up and move if I mess up on the first one. I'm going back Friday, see if my fish is there. If they're there where I started on Wednesday, that's what my plan's going to be. And then I'm getting out of there, and I'm going to see what I can find on the big water. So that's what I've done. I went in that morning. I caught a couple. I left them. Went to the other spot, caught a couple, left them. And then I went to hitting new water just trying to find anything in case I messed it up and had to find something else. And that's what gave me the plan on it was you can call it looking at the map and finding blind luck or whatever, but it looked familiar <laughs> to me. And when it looked familiar, and then when I got to looking at how the cut of the bank was with the trees, I said, man, it looks like my river. I fish at home. Uh, that, that, that's going to be me right there. That's what I'm going to do. It worked out. Yep, it did. <laughs> that's for sure. Throwing the same baits I throw at home. That was another thing that was weird, you know. <laughs> You're a thousand miles away and the same colors and the same exact presentation work the same. So. Yeah, it's funny how that goes. You know, the Mississippi Rivers, for people that haven't been up there, I mean, it's freaking enormous when you're on the main river. You know, it, it's a massive river, but those backwaters and those those uh, chutes and canals, I mean, it, it can kind of feel like you're fishing little small streams or creeks. Right. You'd be surprised how many of the bigger bass that get in the little shots like that too just because they want to – the way I try, I teach people to river fish around here some. I'm getting ready to start a guide service here before too long. I'm going to do my LLC for the years out because I'm going to need to have something to write off now. But anyway, uh, yeah, I done got two pretty decent wins this year, so I need to get a little something going. Got to figure it out with my tax man. But uh, I'm going to get my LLC going. But I talked to a lot of people that said, man, how do you catch all these seven, eight? I caught a nine and a half on the river earlier this year in an online tournament. And uh, I said, man, think about it. When you're sitting in 85, 90 degree heat, you want a fan blowing on you. These fish want to be just off the current. They've got that current blowing by them. It's a fan. That's the way I look at it. So I find them like that a lot of times. And you'll find the big girls like that a lot of times with that little bit of water moving past them in those little cuts. And it works out. 
Was all your stuff uh, you found up there current related? It wasn't any like backwater pockets with no current at all had current on it? Everything had current and it would, the biggest fish come out of a dead pool swirl where the current come up against the log and it made about on the surface, you could see leaves churning in a circle, about an eight foot circle. And you could throw in the middle of that circle and they'd pop it as soon as it hit. So Mike Rothwell wants to know what's your what's your home water? What's your home river or lake? Uh, I'm in upstate South Carolina. And when I say a river, most of you people will call it a creek because uh, our rivers, until you get down the lower part of our state, are not that big. And the Tiger River, and that's spelled with a Y, is T-Y-G-E-R. I fish the South Tiger, oh Spartanburg County, South Carolina a lot. And at its widest point where I fish it, it may be 65, 70 foot wide. The average is 30 to 40 foot wide, and the average depth is probably two to three foot deep with a few pockets. It's not a big river at all, but it really holds some fish. But the key to it, it's got about an 18 acre pond that was backed up by one of the cotton mills down here years ago. The dam is still there, and that pond holds a lot of big fish with a lot of grassy area, but those fish tend to go up that river when it gets hot and when it gets cold. And uh, it's just weird how they act there. It's just, I took a couple of guys from other places with me and they said, man, you got a special place here. It's just one of them places that works really good for you for big fish. Yeah, if they got that kind of size in them, you definitely have a special, yeah. special place. <laughs> well, I put up 112 inches in Jackson Orr's tournament in the month uh, that he'd done back April. Uh, 112 and three quarter, I think it was. And a couple of the state challenges, I put 106, 108 up out of the river. And we got guys in our state. Larry Woods beat me the last two months. He's out of Santee, fishing Santee Cooper all the time. Well, that's a hog fest down there. But I can stay with him and hang pretty good with him, usually out of the river, if I have the time to fish it. How, how consistent is the side? Do you have to really work to pull that kind of size out of the river there? I know up in Mississippi, we were talking about it. it you know, that's the key up there. You can catch fish up in upper Mississippi yeah. River, but you got to find the right ones. The biggest, the biggest fight I have is river being blown out this time of year, thunderstorms. If I can get a month that I don't have a bunch of thunderstorms where the water comes up a foot, foot and a half and turns it blood red, man, I can go in there and catch 20s. I, I've went in there and caught five 20s in four hours before. Uh, it's not often you do that, but you can do that uh, if everything's perfect. And I like the water when it's actually summer, summer flow, which is about six inches lower than what it is on a normal flow. And when you got a little bit of a dry spell and it works great because you know the pockets they're going to be in. The bad thing about it is every time you have a bad thunderstorm, it changes your pockets a little bit. You have to go back in there and learn your river a little bit because the sand moves, the trees move, this, that, and the other. So there's a lot of learning to it all the time because you're in there. But once you find those pockets that they're going to lay in, it's just hog fest time. Get in there and pitch <laughs> in, shake your head with a crawl on it, and they love it. Why don't you talk a little bit about that bait you were throwing? Because I read uh, one of your posts and then heard some stuff about. I mean, it was pretty light on the on the on the jig head. You had those crawls on. It was some light tackle, and you know, talk about your setup and how you targeted those, those fish. Um, I was using a Victory Tackle Works crawl, and that crawl. Well, matter of fact, right. I had a bag of them laying here, and I don't know where I done with them. They're behind the camera. I just got to order them because I used so many of them, I had to order them up. But uh, 
Let me get that in front of the camera today. There you go. Oh, yeah. But you can see the claws on it are real dangly, and you will actually get this hit a lot on the move when you're reeling it back in. You think you've done fished it, you come back in, and they'll nail it a lot of times. Uh, it moves so lifelike. The only problem is you lose your claws off of it kind of easy <laughs> because of that. Uh, there's some other brands that move almost as good, but I, that's the best one I've seen yet as far as the way it goes. And that's also a division of Hydro Fishing. And you were talking earlier about my hat. Hydro Fishing's ALX and Victory Tackle. Okay. So uh, that's a that's a deal that I've got going on, made in South Carolina deal. Uh, I'm on both of those teams. Uh, Alex, good people, and uh, they, they make good stuff. The Tackle Works is something they just got into this year, and I'm really happy. They got Senkos that work great. That crawl was just outstanding. I've been, I've, I've been going through crawls left and right. I mean, all of these, that's a 25 bag. I've got two 50 bags, two 25 bags. I mean, I, I order them by the 25s and 50s, not the 8s and 10s like most people do. Yeah, Boy, it, it works. <laughs> and I put it on a three, uh, either a 3 16th shaky head if I got a lot of water moving. If I don't have a lot of water moving, I put it on a 1 16th shaky head. And all I want it to do is nose that crawl down. Usually when you're doing a river and you're trying to find dead water or a cut, there's some kind of shelf right on the bank. And there'll be a fall or drop off, maybe a foot, two foot. If you can throw it up on that shelf and just let that thing nose off and what that little bit of weight does, just make it look natural in the fall, and that's when they nail it. So you want to slow uh, as fall yeah, going to lose them in. What's that? Slow as fall as possible is what you're looking for. Yeah. But still stay, yeah. you know, stay well, in the area. I fished, uh, I fished the French Broad for a tournament in Tennessee 10, 11 weeks ago. And day one, I used heavier weights and didn't throw my wacky rig at all. And I finished 17th. Uh, they turned around and done a, a day two tournament, same tournament, just, you know, different, different payout, different. I won it that day. And that was all lightweight going to my wacky rig and going to that one sixteenth on the shaky head and they nailed it. So sometimes you just got to get the weight to where it falls more natural. And then some days with a heavier current, you want it to fall a little better. So get to play with it. See what's going to go on. I mean, it's just, it's not the same every day. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm heading up to the French broad here in a week or so. I'm going to take some of your crawls with me. Go ahead. I'll give you a discount code. Matter of fact, right. I got a card laying here. If uh, anybody wants to come back and look at this later or whatever, but there is the y'all tell me if you can read that. I can't if really I can't. Read. It's kind of it's kind of brightened out, but if you'll send me a picture of it, I'll throw it in the comments for you. Okay, we'll do that. Well, or it's Davis, all capital letters, Davis ten. That gets you ten percent off for the rest of the year. Anything you order on Victory Tackle Works. Nice, I'm gonna check it out. Fantastic. I, I checked with Alex the other day before I done another podcast. I said, can I uh, give out that <laughs> code on that? So just handing the card. He said, well, sure. So, you know, here we are. <laughs> Good deal. Get you 10% off. So how many – we talked before we came on about the BFL that was going on Saturday, the same day, at you know, similar pools there. Did you get crowded by any bass boats or any of the kayak anglers in your area? The The sleuth that I fished, I did not get but one boat in all day long on tournament day. Uh, however, just out of it, when I got out of it and cleared, the fish quit hit, they hit in it all day long the day I was there practicing. I could go back and check them anytime they were hitting. Tournament day, the wind changed coming from the north. And when it went to blowing in on that bank, 
that I was catching them on, it was like you flip the light switch off. The fish just quit hitting. So I backed out of there and went to other water. Uh, and when I went to the other water, I already had my 88 inches before I left there. And I was wanting to get in the 90s so bad I couldn't see straight. So I went to try to find other fish. And I was watching these guys. There was 230-something boats in that BFL. Uh, and pool nine was loaded up. And there was a lot of guys in there. I talked to a lot of guys. They were saying, hey, I heard, heard y'all had a kayak tournament going on. Everything going good. You know, just the, the normal conversation. It wasn't like you are at some lakes where they want to be a, uh, we won't say a word, but anyway, they, they want to be a certain way to you. Uh, so everybody I talked to was cool about it. You know, good conversations with them. Everything went fine. I didn't about get run over by anybody. Uh, I did cross the big water once to go fish some rocks and try for some smallmouth. And I just looked both ways. I said, okay, I got it pretty clear. I got that 1103 on mine and I put it down six and a half mile an hour across there and I got across quick enough. I didn't have to worry about it, but it'll push that bonafide six and a half mile an hour as long as you don't have any current against you. So, uh, yeah, that was, that, that was well worth the money spent. I'll put it that way. <laughs> well, um, talk a little bit that crawl you were throwing, I guess you were throwing it on a spinning setup, just for everybody, just for, for final clarity on how you threw that. What kind of line, you know, what kind of deal were you throwing that on? Okay. Uh, I throw my shaky heads on an ALX Soul 7 or either an ALX Soul 7-3, and that's a 7-foot or a 7-3 rod is what that is. Uh, most of them was on the 7-3 that day, and the reason I th that's a medium rod I throw it with a, I'm on team lose for bait casters, but I don't use lose spinning reels. I've got a Shimano Stratic CI4 is what I use. And uh, lose has got a new reel out. And the last two times I've tried to order it, it's been back ordered. So I can't get it to try to replace it, but they know I use that reel. That was part of the agreement when I went on with them four years ago. Uh, they didn't have anything. The mock series was nowhere near that. I mean, it would mess up it would win not we and everything else yeah i got two speed spools you can have right now i'll <laughs> mail them to you i got a speed spool in the bottom of erie right off the <laughs> pit right now that uh i didn't lose on purpose but you know i didn't cry too much except it had an alx rod hooked to ah. it it's the cry thing on it but uh yeah i fished up there and lost had two rods go overboard and i was able to get one back but uh that's that's with 30 pound braid 12 pound red label fluoro and then i use about a six to nine foot leader and i start out with that much that way if i have to retie a couple of times and with pike in the area trust me i had to retie a couple of times that way you still got enough leader to play into it i like to use uh, red label i thought red label was a leader a lot that's, that's good stuff you throw what the, now? that red label line that's yeah. good uh, that's good good bargain on some on you some know, leader line the first time I ever throwed that, I bought some at a tackle shop at Kentucky Lake, and I broke off six times in two days with that line. Really? And I said, I'd never throw it again. And I had a buddy that just swore by it. He said, dude, you have got some bad line. And he pulled out some 12-pound that he had, and we got doing just pull tests with each other on it. And what I had had evidently been in the sun too much. Something had happened to it because it was snapping. So I didn't use it for a long time, and I went back to it. And I swear by it, because that, that, that's what I use all the time. I've got four different sizes that stay in my kayak all the time for leaders. And yeah. sometimes yeah. I back down to eight. But I go eight, 10, 12, or 15. That's the four I use all the time. It's tough line. It's not the best on a bait caster, but for leader material, it's it's uh, oh, solid. It's great for leader, yeah. 
So I saw on your Facebook sometime last week, if you want to get into this a little bit, something about a, a sponsor that didn't like a bait that you had used at this tournament. I, you know, I wanted to hear some more info on that. How much of that can you explain to us? Uh, I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus right now, but it looks like that is a done deal because uh, we had 16 emails in a day and a half back and forth to each other because my discount code didn't work when I went to order something. And they just flipped when I the switch asked why it didn't, what's that? They just flipped the switch on you like that? Well, I don't know if it was just that time or what, because that company's also got rid of their pro staff manager and they've got somebody marketing that was his boss now doing the pro staff evidently for the time being. But, uh, this is, it's a pretty big company. It owns a lot of brand names. I'll go that far. I'm not going to throw the bus out there and put them under the wheel. I know this is KBN. <laughs> Some people love that, but you know, you, you'll be able to figure it out soon enough because, uh, I will still wear my jerseys this year because Bass Pro paid for them and I have to wear my, jersey because of that but some of the names that's on that bass pro jersey might have a piece of tape run through them ah, like that okay like uh, my oh, man, man g-man does you know he, he he's had something in the past where he said you see this tape right here with his name we're not together no more <laughs> so, <laughs> i understand that can you, can you can, without the, but anyway uh yeah without yeah, naming names can you explain what happened i was told that I should have said that I used a no-name bait because oh, Vic that's bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> I have to lie to Victory Tackle Works is nowhere on my jersey yet. They had their brands on my jersey, so I tried to explain to them the only reason that is Bass Pro. Part of my deal with Bass Pro is they pay for my jerseys every year, and Bass Pro will only put on the jersey what they sell at Bass Pro Shops. Right, right. Okay, they don't sell Victory Tackle Works. They don't sell ALX rods. It was a battle for me to be able to stay with ALX rods because they wanted me using the Bass Pro rods. A lot of their big name bro, <clears throat> pros even do that. But I wanted to stay with ALX. I'd already been with them. I love the rods. But I tried to explain to him that was the deal. That's why they're not on there. My personal jerseys will have it on there. I just haven't ordered them yet. I haven't had the need to order them yet. Now I've got a few more name brands that's out there that they don't carry at Bass Pro. So Bass Pro will have a small place on my personal jersey. Some of these others have the bigger place. He didn't take to that too well. Uh, <laughs> he said, still, my company name is right there on the front and you're telling that you're using something else. I said, when's the last time you wrote me a check? Oh, I like that. Because I don't get a check. I get a discount. So yeah, they ain't nothing If it's going to be that game, I'm just going to – I'm not going to argue with them no more. I'm going to – my wife asked me today, said, you send him another email? I said, I'm going to. I'm going to send him one more. I'm going to ask him, is this a divorce or separation or what do we do? And that's, that's how I'm going to work. <laughs> well, but it good. was too yeah. hard to figure out. People will figure it out pretty soon. But that's I'm right. just – I'm – I'm just not going to get that name that I throwed such and such under the bus that, you know, nah, somebody we, else. Yeah, you ain't got to do that. <laughs> I just wanted to hear more of, you know, what exactly happened. So now I kind of understand, you know, and like Ryan said, that's that's yeah. BS, asking yeah. somebody to do some stuff like that, especially. Are you drinking a yingling there, Barry? Uh, yeah, I got a little eagle in there. That's what I thought I saw. I'm yeah. jealous right now. I don't have any on hand. <laughs> I got called out. I got called out of sorts. I was supposed to be in Louisiana and. 
apparently two hurricanes is going to meet me down there. So <laughs> the boss man said I better stay at home before I get stuck. There you go. Yeah, prayers left everybody on the coast. Hope everybody's safe that's uh, in the path. All the Bayou Coast guys, Tyler, y'all keep your head down. <laughs> keep it up, I guess. Nose above the water. Right. Hey, we had a little question. Uh, Josh Evans oh, wanted to know. You you got it, Joe. Oh, man. <laughs> so Josh Evans wanted to know how how does in in your experience how does the Bass Opens compare to like Hobie Opens or KBF Opens? Like, what's your what's your take on how the tournaments ran, the whole experience? The only one that got to run smooth was Logan Martin, and I enjoyed the way it was set up for the BASS. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, my dad is a life member of BASS. My dad is the one that got me into tournament fishing years ago in a bass boat. Uh, we used to fish partners and stuff, doing stuff years ago. But uh, yeah, all I've ever heard is BASS, BASS. And then when I got the chance to actually jump in on something that was BASS, that's cool. Yeah, I'm 55 yeah, yeah. years old, and that's one of the coolest things that's happened to me in fishing is be able to do that. And to be able, even though they wasn't but six of us there because Casey Reed got big fish and they called him back too and then the top five even though there wasn't but six of us at place that was at the thing but to get to walk across in front of that banner and get well <laughs> just to show you how it's <laughs> the blue trophy <laughs> yeah and get to grab that yeah. man you don't know i i won a kbf 10 weeks ago in tennessee that was the one i was talking about a while ago and that's the first trail I'd won with KBF, and that's cool too. I mean, I, I enjoyed that, but that right there carries a lot of weight. Yeah, uh, that's. I mean, that's daylight and dark. You know, that's. Yeah. And, and a lot of it is due to name association and how they've been the biggest brand in bass fishing, if you will. You know, forever. Uh, I mean, that just them coming into the game, it kind of sets the bar pretty high from the beginning like no matter what if yeah. they handed out stickers it like, does uh, as far as the hobie i haven't got to fish a hobie yet and oh, the reason for i told uh oh no hurricane uh -oh. in that area i don't think find him jeff come back barry come on barry you can do it i get him somebody pulled the plug on his hobie speech yeah we would never do <laughs> We would never. Is this the person that was banging on your door? Is somebody coming for us, Jim? They're coming for me. I swear. But they finally found us. Yeah. I've been changing locations. I use a VPN. It bounces my signal all around, so they can't track me. Yeah. Look Let's at see. this. We, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get him fixed up here. I have to re re recall him. I think that's what we're gonna have to do. Repainting Barry. Barry. Yeah. Well. Ryan, you coming right to Darnell, up. brother? While I try to get him back on the line? No, 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 man. I got, I got that elk hunt. I leave. I fly, I fly out, out on the 16th, 16th so, so that's that's, that's way, way too close, close for me to be running, running around like that. I got you. I'm hoping for a big turnout. AJ wanted me and you to get a little side bet going as to how many people would show up at that one versus the Kusa. Darnell? Yeah. What you think? Coos is going to show out. We completely lost him from the call. I'm hoping that uh, Darnell does we got well. The, we got the ship. Well, we got the ship house crew coming down. So I, I'm 
I promise we're going to put on a show at the Coosa. Jesse Halverson has promised that he is in charge of the entertainment. So um, you don't know Jesse, but uh, we went into an unnamed after-hours establishment in Shreveport, very shady place that you wouldn't want to be found in. And I look across the room and I see a Jenks shirt right up against uh, the stage of this establishment, and it was Jesse Halverson. That's that's how I knew he's he's a good guy, and he's been been with us ever since. Y'all scared me. Now wait a minute. We got. I'm hearing noise. Hey, there he's back. back. Where to go, go climb, climb bowl, bowl, fix lunch. Tell us what really happened, Barry. Who, who pulled, pulled the plug? plug? As you started <laughs> talking about Hobie. Well, I'm in this room, and something happened. I don't know. I guess AJ must have got, got mad at it because I was going to say something about Hobie. Anyway, we're right now. But I have not got to fish a Hobie event yet because I don't have a pedal kayak. And I yep, can't yep. paddle with a tore up shoulder. I got to have surgery on in November. So uh, that's been out for me. They have one at Lake Norman, which is an hour and a half from me. A lot of mm-hmm. my buddies went and fished that one, and I didn't get to do it because of that. That so, was a fun one. Uh, I enjoyed that. Everything I hear and everything I see, the shoulder thing kept getting drug out and drug out, and I had to hire a lawyer and all that to be able to get a shoulder fixed. That kind of put that out for me because I can't do that. Well, you pick a Hobie tournament, and I promise I'll line you up a pedal drive kayak, get you out of that old Bonafide, and you can fish one. Well, yeah, Bonafide's in with Native now, so I was told I could come get a Native that they would let me do. <laughs> yeah. But the whole thing is, I, my stuff is not set up for a pedal drive. I'd have to change all my electronics. Everything's got to be moved and done different. You don't need no electronics. All you need is a fishing pole. <laughs> and watch the birds, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, you know, you know how that goes. Them seagulls will tell you where the fish that's are. That's right. Watch the birds in a line. Yep. But, uh, yeah, that's... Coosa's that's, going to be a good one. You can make that. Which one? The Coosa. Coosa. Mm-hmm. Uh, matter of fact, Dwayne Wally and a couple other guys were talking to me about it the other day. And it being moving water, I've fished a couple of moving waters around here without my motor. And I can do that as long as I got somebody pick me up at point B to get me back to point A. And we may try to work something out and we come to Coosa. We were talking about that. Well, me and Jeff just put up a side bet. Uh, we're going to put up more numbers at the Coosa than he does at wherever Dard- Dardanelle. What is it? Dardanelle. <laughs> Some made up lake in Arkansas. That probably it. But, uh, if, if Dardanelle, yeah, if Dardanelle doesn't win, I'll blame Texas. Them boys don't like to travel. <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, there's there's hundreds, yeah. if not thousands, of kayak anglers in Texas. And Darnell's yeah. out on I forty. Come on, boys and girls, <laughs> help us out. Are you fishing uh, the national championship, Barry? Yeah, I've got it on plan to go. Well, you know, it was postponed, so I never did take my <laughs> money back. I just told them move my money on and keep holding it, and we'd do our thing. So yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm actually going down the Saturday before. My wife's going to go with me. We're going to take the fifth wheel camper and set up at Gunnersville State Park. I've already got my place for me down there, so we're going to be down there camping all week. Well, you might as well hit the Coosa then and try it down the road. Yeah, it's not far. Exactly. <laughs> Come on. i got to figure it out and see how I'm going to do it, but uh, that, that might happen. I like uh, it. That'd be a good yeah. one. Good one to start I've with. I've got that. I've got, uh, I got Wheeler. i got Smith Mountain Lake in Virginia. 
Uh, I've got Lake Lanier in Georgia. That's my other three somewhat bigger tournaments left other than the national championship. I've been told on very good authority that somebody in the, the Jamie Coza clan from Dugout Bait and Tackle is going to win Lanier. He's, yeah. he's, he, yep, he's putting it out there. Old fella, he's, he claims he can fish. He, he's talked about it two or three times. He made a good little run on the Susquehanna, which is a long way from Marietta, Georgia, but right. he's got some pretty good experience on Lanier. I want to see if he if he's still got it or not. Well, I led KBF's Lanier last year. I led it all day long. And Jason Broach and Tony Yang come up and beat me in the last 15 minutes. I ended up taking third place. So, you see Tony uh, Yang's name pop up quite well, Jason Broach, too. I mean, all over yeah. the country, but... Tony yeah. Yang's been kind of wrecking some people's dreams here recently. If it's a spot lake, Tony is he's magic with spots. And he I lives in Georgia. He's right there at Lanier. He's right at Hartwell. So Hartwell and Lanier, he's usually pretty good at. Yeah. But Tony's good anywhere. You can take him Santee, he's good. You know, Broach is a he's a, a, a fish biologist or whatever you, whatever yep. his degree is in. So he ought to know how to, how to fish. If you know fish, he's like Aquaman. <laughs> I think he can talk to him or something. I don't know. We he need got his own language. Yeah. Well, oh, uh, November BASS on Chickamauga. You going to come to that one? I will be at that one. Yes. Right. That's why my surgery is going to be the last week of November because I've I got, got I've got Chickamauga and I'm going to try to do that other one up in Missouri that they uh, throw it in there. Uh, can't even think of the name, All-American. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to try to do that All-American the first week. So those guys that run that store, I delivered Everhams. I delivered to them when I was with Bonafide, good group of guys. And when they went to talking to me about this, going to put that tournament on, I said, I'm going to try to be there. So I'm going to try to go do that one. That'd be cool. I think there's yeah. more big events late in the year. I mean, I know it's COVID-related, but it's crazy how much oh, yeah. stuff's going on in October November this year. Well, a lot of these, like Smith Mountain Lake and Wheeler are super regionals that was supposed to be in for the regions for KBF. And because COVID messed everything up, they've made them more of like a super trail. So it's open to anybody. You didn't have to really get there by the thing. And and that's cool because it, it helps people with points and this, that, and the other. It gives them a two-day instead of a single day. And everything that's been a single day has changed to two single days. Yeah, so I saw that. It's kind of cool to do that like Lanier. I, I just pay for an extra night at the campground or wherever I'm going to stay, and I'm there for two days and fish two different tournaments. So works out sometimes. Did in Tennessee anyway. <laughs> well, Barry, what do you think about, uh, you know, this year's, thankfully for kayak anglers, we can kind of piece it together and make it work with all the way, you know, we can use Tourney X and the different different apps, iAngler and stuff. Right. 2021, you think we'll be back to normal, meeting up and hanging out and having real weigh-ins and whatnot? I don't think we will the first part. Uh, that's maybe, maybe by April, May, maybe some states, but I don't think it's going to be real common across the board. I think we're still going to have some problem getting some of our guys like New York, New Jersey, they want to travel. They, they're like, if they want to come to South Carolina right now, they got to go back home and quarantine for 14 days because we're on the no-no list. So <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of states got a no-no list. Now. Northern folks get real scared. I think you'll see a big decline after the election, and then I think they're supposed to have a vaccine ready by December and start passing it out. So 
I think you'll probably see uh, it, you'll see a spike in it just like you do regular flu season. I'm sure, but I think yeah. probably by springtime we should hopefully have it ironed out for next year. I hope I'm tired yeah. of this. So. I, know, I know we talked about that before on here, Ryan, but like being up on the cross. When I went to check in, I was asking, "Is so and so come by yet? Have you seen this person?" Because I just wanted to catch up with him. Say, so, "Hey, what's yeah. up?" Well, right. once they, once you check in, everybody spreads out, and it's like nobody's there. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, people staying down and stoddard up on the cross, and you know, it's just not the same. Even though it was fun and it was and it was cool to compete, it's just not the same not having anybody around. Everybody the around. only place that you could really run into people was the Ace Hardware store because they had the biggest <laughs> tackle selection around, so you could run into about anybody there sometime during the week. <laughs> you know, we like, did a little unsanctioned get together up at the Susky, and that was that was awesome. I mean, just having a couple hours to you know sit and talk to everybody and. That that's what I mean. That's the reason I go to this stuff anyway, is just to hang out with everybody. But four or five of us went to dinner, but it was just a few people and not the same as a big group. Yeah, true. I stopped at that Bass Pro down there in Prairie du Chain, uh, Barry. Yeah. I just on the way up, just to stretch my legs before I got to the to the river. And that place, they don't have much. Everything in there is for muskies and all them weird fish. Yeah. No bass lures. I started to stop at it since I'm on their team, and yeah. I usually try to go to any store, but I was in a hurry. I was wanting to get home. Yeah. I, I done went by it coming up before I realized it. It's right there off 35, but uh, when I went back down, I said, nah, I need to get as far as I can tonight. I'm not going to stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was different, definitely. You know, It's not like being up here in, your, in, the, in the south or southeast where they're just loaded with bass stuff with a little bit of fringe for multi-species on the side that place was just full of what i call giant rooster tails i don't know what they really are but those big musky and pipe baits <laughs> inline spinners is that the right word yeah yeah so. are you gonna go fish the uh classic in texas if they ever announce it yeah that's 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 a definite <laughs> you haven't got to even ask that yeah i know i gotta i gotta try to qualify for that myself that's what's left on my list we We've got a few qualifying spots through our state championship in Tennessee in a couple of weeks, and then uh, the BASS on Chickamauga. Chickamauga's whooped my butt all year this year. I can't put it together in a big tournament, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna actually spend a little bit of time pre-fishing that one. We had a 40-hour tournament this past weekend, and it whooped me up one side and down the other. It was bad. I, I fished it three times, and I'll go up there on Thursday or Friday and do really good. And then on Saturday, they don't flow any water. I was going to say, kills, that's it kills. <laughs> they me keep their time. finger on the light switch on Chickamauga. Yeah. You got to watch that current good. If you can find fish that aren't current related, you know, tucked in a back little pocket, punching some mats or something, that's that helps a lot. But if you find anything near the, the main lake, you, you're subject yeah. to getting your fish turned off. That is true. I have found out three times already. <laughs> Why do y'all think they're holding up on the announcement for that deal, Danny? dallas or fort worth well i mean but if you remember last year it took a it took a while for them to put the, they were the last ones to put their schedule out last year uh you know as far as the big events I, I i don't know if if they just don't move as fast or if you know they're they're not too concerned with putting out the kayak schedule or what but there's I'd like to see it a little sooner so I can get it on the calendar. Yeah. I hit Steve up the other night and asked him if he had any info he could tell me because I couldn't find anything. And he said, the big boat lake is locked in. Our lake is not locked in. That's all right. I can tell you. Yeah, <laughs> y'all think exactly. Be, y'all think it'll be a Thursday deal again, like a midweek deal? 
it's going to be probably Thursday, Friday. I think they want to try to do a two-day show this time. That'd be good. If, it, I think if, if they're smart, they will do a two-day show. I think, uh, in my opinion, that's one of the draws of the BOS series, and that's why it's been so successful, because you see these huge shifts on the leaderboard. Like, I mean, it's one thing to go out and run up on a pile of fish, but to do it two days in a row and right. keep that consistency, I mean, that's that's the trick. That's and I love the two day. I mean, it wears you out driving home yeah. on a Sunday night. But but I mean, as far as like, I, I think you have to rely a lot more on a spot, b spot, c spot. You got to manage your fish. Yeah, uh, I like it. It's a lot more chess than checkers. I don't usually do well on two day tournaments, but I like that format better than <laughs> single day. I always, I just. I just like two days of fishing. It's just like Ryan said, managing fish is an art upon itself. It's easy. I mean, it's actually it's not easy. It's hard not to just lay on them when you're on the fish. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, you wear your whole slap out, man, and you you go back next day and go, "Ooh, I should have left three hours early." (laughs) Yeah. Well, like you were saying, you know, when when I first saw your score pop up early in the tournament on lacrosse i was like shit 88 inches that's there's a good chance he just got that locked up because lacrosse is not a monster fish factory no 88 inches is a big freaking stringer on lacrosse if imagine if you had to lean on those fish to get or you you like you were pushing for 90 (laughs) but if that's a two-day tournament and you're you know in your head you're trying to hit 90 you just blew your spot out like then what are you going to (laughs) do you may have a 75 inch spot the next day yeah it uh yeah the one thing about it though that hole reloaded and yeah. the wind change is what messed that hole up and cut it off but that hole just reloaded all day long fish fed in there all day but uh on the other days when I didn't have that wind but for whatever reason it cut it off that's one of them magic holes there I don't know what the deal was with it but uh it's marked on everything that I can have it marked on for me to go back to if I go back again. <laughs> At lacrosse seems to come, I mean, it's not a giant fish factory like Ryan said, but it's on everybody's schedule. It seems like every year. You think there'll be a major event up there next year? I think so. I don't know who will do it, but I think somebody will have it. Now, Hobie had it this year, and they had an 87 and a quarter to win it. Uh, so they had a good numbers. I'm trying to remember who won theirs. Was it Russ? Russ. Yeah, I think Russ yeah. won it. Yeah, so, uh, you know, they had good numbers of people showing up. And they had good numbers of fish. Uh, they actually had a better week to fish, according to the locals. Water was they up said when bit. the Hobie was there, that was better fishing that time. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I think the water was still up a little bit. Yeah. Because it dropped, like, after that FLW tournament, a week or two later, it dropped a foot or two. Yeah. I was surprised it stayed down because they got a lot of water up north. A lot of rainstorms come through two or three days there, and we, we just didn't see a whole lot. There was decent flow, but they was keeping the level the same. You know, they just picked the flow up. That's a plus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a lot of people saying two days are better. The more they fit. Joey Randall said the more he fishes, the stronger he gets. I hope Bass <laughs> goes to the two-day championship. That'd be, that'd be nice, especially for folks Joey's, who have to make that Joey's trip. Joey's going to need about a 10-day tournament, I think. Yeah. We'll have to get him real strong. <laughs> just wear people down. Just wear them down. <laughs> 10 days. <laughs> yeah, people riding around on a kayak with toothpicks in their eyes just trying to keep their head up on a 10 He's day. in that Hobie now. He'll have a little bit more energy. <laughs> Ryan knows about that. He just did that Iron Man. Did you fish all night? That's freaking awful man yeah i slept two hours um so we started fishing at 4 p.m friday 
and me and Jody, my buddy Jody Campbell, we fished together, and I caught some fish. Well, Jody throws a frog out and freaking pulls in a 21 and a half right in front of me. The only good fish he caught all night. <laughs> and I, you know, took his picture for him and whatnot, and then fished the rest of the night. And me and him went and we slept in the parking lot in our trucks and slept maybe two hours, got back up, hit it the next morning, and the area we were fishing was just, it was dead. I don't know if we beat it up too bad or what, but it was, uh, it was tough. I, I think I quit. I, I stopped on Sunday. I fished all night, Saturday night, and I gave up Sunday morning. I just, uh, one guy, Brandon Strock, he had a hundred and two and a half or something. <laughs> and I was like, eh, my, my 79 inches ain't going to touch that. So <laughs> I'm not going to call with five twenties. I might as well go into the house. Yeah. Yeah. move. <laughs> It was fun though. AJ, uh, me and AJ were right there neck and neck for a little bit, and he got out with Steve O. And <laughs> Steve said, I was on the phone with Steve. He said, AJ's making me look like a fool. He's just caught three 19s and 18 back to back to back <laughs> right in front of him. Didn't he finish second or third in that thing? Second, yeah. Yeah, AJ. Everybody forgets AJ's, you know, awesome tournament director, but that dude can smash him if, when he's in the tournament. Yep. Yeah, he's a. Uh... He, he don't get to fish as much as he used to, but his name was pretty prominent there for a while. Uh, he hadn't uh, forgot how. In the, in the original KBN Power Rankings, and let's not forget, he made a top five appearance. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, That'll, dun. He'll hang his hat on that. That's right. It's always accurate. Gotta, tell me, tell me that. If been we can get some plaques made, like, you know, first through eighth or whatever people are doing now, send out some, some plaques to these folks. That'd be great. Well, there's one problem with that. I'm not spending any money on that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about just like some computer paper and we just write on it with a Sharpie? Can we do uh, yes. That? If you'll pay the postage, I'll do it. <laughs> it's a cold world. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, uh, any more questions you see out there, Ryan? Uh, Todd Patrick says it needs to be a two-day series, in his opinion, and a three-day championship, but he's just one opinion. The great news is, Todd, you're running your own show now, buddy. Do it to it. Let's see it. <laughs> Implement that. And the beauty of, well, I don't know. The new thing's maybe not online, but the beauty of online is you can make them whatever you want. Two days, half a day, That's five true. days, 30 days. Well, they're doing, I mean, they do, aren't they doing like two days? I, I hadn't fished one. You fished one, Jeff. You're the pro. Mm -hmm. Aren't they two days? Isn't no. it back-to-back -back or something? No. Well, the original, I did a one one KBBT event, and it was yeah. everybody fishes on the same day, then you fish the next weekend on the same day. Okay. I thought I maybe it's when they get whittled down to like 16 or 8 or something. I thought there was one of them where you fished a Saturday and a Sunday on the same, same weekend I, or something. My all-time KBBT record is one and one, and that's probably all I've fished. But, you know. <laughs> good, time, good times uh, more power to them hope they uh, set the world on fire and change the game or end the game or whatever whatever the goal is <laughs> yes uh, all that yeah uh, but yeah what, what's coming up this weekend we got uh, bass is back up in California right BASS yeah, is, Clear Lake is it yeah hey, the, clear, I had somebody ask me the other day was I going to make that trip yeah. <laughs> I just had to laugh at them is it going to rain out there Ryan I I don't know. I mean, Clear Lake's literally on fire right now. I saw, you know, the poor California guys, they were all upset because it's it rained and stormed on them last weekend. And then they had fires this fires this weekend uh, 
from that, I guess it was sparked from the lightning storm that <laughs> they had on the BOS. So they just had their big Yakabass uh, KBF tournament out there. And I think they, they got some things going back and forth out there. They're trying to get, uh, trying to get sorted. They had some disputes in the judging they're, uh, they're ironing out right now, but, uh, Okay. Yeah, so Catherine Field said they evaluate, or evaluated, evacuated South Clear Lake, uh, something like that, she said. Okay. Well, good luck to y'all out there if you get to fish. I don't know if you will or not. But good yeah, luck it sounds field. dangerous. Yeah, it sounds, yeah. sounds actually dangerous this time around. I don't know. Yeah, real danger. Yeah. Uh, Todd Patrick cleared up the Sweet 16 Elite 8 thing. It's back-to-back when it gets down to that yeah. level. So you're right. I thought it was something like that. Hey, and, uh, I keep up with my boy Conrad. I, I, I stay up on his feet. I want to make sure I know what he's doing. Conrad's a cult hero in our, our world over there. <laughs> Garrett Morgan says warm up for Dardanelle with the River Valley group. Good time for out-of-state folks to come pre-fish. Oh, Garrett, uh, I delivered some boats going out to Oklahoma City, and Garrett took me fishing one evening out yeah. there. Yeah, uh, yeah the, this weekend down on Dardanelle, April, August 29th, the River Valley Kayak Anglers are having a tournament. If you're if you're within the driving distance, if you want to come down for the local cheap entry fee tournament, test your test your metal. Um, then pre fishing will be going on uh, Labor Day weekend. A lot of people will be in town, and if anybody wants to jump over to the Natural State Kayak Anglers page later this week, I'm having AJ, Garrett Morgan, uh, and Johnny no- or Johnny uh, Schultz from Knoxville. No, Johnny Knox almost said Johnny <laughs> Schultz from Fish the Moment YouTube channel. All three of those guys are gonna jump on for a little Dardanelle preview talk over on the National State Kayak English page uh, later this week. Try to get the numbers up for that tournament. We want those big events to keep coming back to Arkansas, even though Ryan hates coming to Arkansas. We want them to keep coming back. So we're going to try to pump those numbers up. I told you I'll come back to Duck Hunt. If we can work out some kind of Duck Hunt fishing cast and blast combo tournament, I'm gonna reveal sign me up for that. I've never been duck hunting in my life. So maybe you come back. I completely take, believe that, Jeff. You can take me. <laughs> can, I drive, can I drive my station wagon there? Do you own a pair of boots? Yes. And I'm not talking about like Shane's boots with the zipper I've, on I've the side. Some, I'm talking about a real pair of boots. And I got some waders. I got both. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. close. Yeah. I can make it happen. Uh, but yeah, anybody else got anything for us? We're going to let Barry get out of here in a minute. Uh, we sure appreciate your time tonight, sir. Yeah, man. I appreciate being on. Congratulations on the big win. I will Thank see you. you. If not on the Kusa, I'll definitely see you on Chickamauga. I'll be looking for it, man. Maybe we can uh, see people. I don't know. <laughs> you can yeah. see me anyway. I don't care. I don't yeah. abide by all that. If you're coming down for the national championship, holler at me. And uh, I'm not fishing the tournament, but we can go mess around with pre-fish. All right. May do that. I'll be at the state park. So all right. Sounds I'll good. be easy to find, man. <laughs> Out of work. Well, uh, awesome interview tonight, Barry. We appreciate it. Anybody watching, we appreciate you, and I apologize for the audio. It was old-school audio-visual difficulties like we used to have, right? Echoes and and bad connections, but it it all worked out. You never know what's going to go on around here. That's right, man. That's right. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, we appreciate y'all, and uh, we'll try to get back with you next Monday with with another guest. Y'all have a good night. All right. Take it easy, see you, boys.